0: All right, we are live, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We are here again. And I have somebody who, maybe somebody I want to inspire to, because we have kind of kind of the same type of topic going on here about authority. And I'm excited to have him here. Let me see if I can get his name right. I have Simone Vincenzi. I hope I got yeah, that right. Yeah, <laughs> you
1: got it. You got it. It's perfect. That's so it. he's here. <laughs> That's awesome. So
0: this is going to be an exciting episode. He's gonna give us the top four strategies to get your brand, business, or idea known without spending thousands of PR. In paid
1: marketing. Is that right, my friend? That That's it. That's what we're going to talk about is how can you get known in your field? How can you stand out from the crowd? Uh, and uh, in particular, tap into, there are millions uh, in free PR and marketing that you can get uh, wow. if you know how to navigate uh, the opportunities that are there. So I want to share Well, like, uh, what are these opportunities and how you can tap into them.
0: I love it. So here we go. We shall see.
1: We shall shall see see on this
0: episode of The Authority Project. Here we go. All
2: right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of The Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage your host, Brian S. Arnold.
0: (laughs) All right. We are back on the virtual stage. This is the Authority Project. You are the project. We want to attach authority to your name so you can sell more of what you're great at. And we are here again. And so I hope I get this right. Simone Vincenzi.
1: Yeah, you um, got it. I, I love the groove, by the way, of the introduction. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I wanted to clap when he introduced your name. I'm like, yeah, go on. <laughs> We're trying oh, yeah. to have
0: fun here. We're trying to have fun here. Bring the envy, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we are here and he's I'm excited to have Monique because he's talking about authority and I just I just love it. Um he's just hopefully he's, just, he's gonna he's gonna confirm what I what I say here and just take it to a whole nother level. Um just uh this is gonna be great. So before we even dive in,
1: please tell us uh who you are personally and then professionally. Uh personally, um Personally, it's, uh, it's, it's really interesting because uh, I am many things. Okay. I am many things. I'm one of these kind of people who is multi-passionate, multi-faceted. So, I mean, I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur. I have a few businesses uh, um, uh, in, uh, in different industries. Uh, but I also love playing basketball. I mean, oh. I'm an avid basketball player. Okay. Um, playing the UK, in the, in, the, in the second division, in the National League. Nice. Even, even if I'm like... One meter and a cup of coffee, <laughs> uh, and, and coffee, I mean espresso because I'm Italian, so I don't mean you like a, the American, yeah. right? <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, five liters, mugs, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you got a Starbucks. Yeah. Um, and uh, I love music as well. I love yeah. music. Uh, I play the didgeridoo, um, which is nice. an interesting instrument to play, okay. and uh, okay married to a beautiful to a, to a beautiful wife and, um, and, and that's my life it's like awesome. business yes. basketball music wife wife yes. music business basketball. <laughs> <laughs> that is multifaceted. you got it that's awesome uh, that's awesome tell us who you are professionally uh, pro- professionally I'm the co-founder of a company called GTex uh, which stands for growing together exponentially and uh, we are a community of change makers that we believe in making a, a difference in the world We believe in making an impact, having a great business and having a great lifestyle at the same time and growing our business through collaboration. And uh, the work that we do with our clients uh, is then to turn experts into authorities. So our clients will join our programs because uh, they want to be seen, they want to be heard, they have a message that they want to share and they want as many people as possible to pay attention because, uh, you know, right now... uh, I mean, after the pandemic and after COVID, like all that a lot of industry and our industry, the coaching, speaking and training industry is reduced to is is a Zoom screen. (laughs) Uh, Everyone is a freaking screen, a small box on a screen. Uh, Well, before I used to run 200 events a year with my company for the past five years. Uh, Now... Uh, and they were—you—you you could stand out in a different way. Now the playing field is leveled, so it's even more important to be visible than than even before.
0: Nice, yeah, absolutely, great stuff, man. So, I'm—I'm going to probably skip the second question because I usually say what project you're currently working on. I'm, I guess that's what you just gave us right there. So we'll, we'll skip there, there, that. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we're already there. So here's a question that's kind of new on the show: What is your daily routine?
1: Uh, daily routine. So, a um, bit of backstory on this because mm-hmm. uh, I really struggled to build routines uh, for many years, and I think uh, I got it down for the past uh, three months. Mm-hmm. So, still fresh. Yeah, that's why yeah. I something I'm still building, but I've been the past three months is the one that have been the most consistent in the past 32 years of my life. Yeah. Um, so, waking up at five o'clock in the morning. And uh, uh, before I was a night owl, so I would just finish the work, generally like at two o'clock in the morning. Right. <laughs> Waking up at five, uh, um, doing journaling meditation until getting ready, work, starting work, out, uh, starting, um, work uh, around six o'clock. So having like six to eight to get a lot of stuff done. And then uh, eight to nine uh, workout with my wife uh, in the living room. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we put like a, a video... Yeah workout course that we have and then around yeah. 10 o'clock uh, getting started with meetings which will generally go up to like five or six o'clock in the afternoon right. where i would switch off unwind um, I try to do my best like the things that i'm struggling the most is actually where to stop because <laughs> i have no problems to work yeah. i have problems stopping yeah. and uh, yeah And so that, that's where we are. (laughs) That's that's my routine. (laughs) I understand. Absolutely stuff. Great stuff, man. So tell us
0: about, tell about this, this, this journey, what led you to getting on this path of helping people become authorities, um, in this, in in this field, What, what got you to that point?
1: Yeah. Um, so, um, I mean, people see me, I'm quite young I mean, I'm 32 years old in this industry right. um, And they say like Who are you to just talk about this right. um, The fact is that I started My first business uh, as a coach When I was 22 uh, okay. So I've been in this industry now for 10 years okay. And uh, um, The people that sold me the course in life coaching They just didn't mention That <laughs> People wouldn't buy life coaching from a 22 year old for right. obvious reason, Right, 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 right. <laughs> and uh, so if you think about it, I came uh, um, to the UK. I'm Italian. I came to the UK when I was 20. Okay. And uh, I worked in restaurants here for two years, like any good Italian would do. Uh, <laughs> or you, you work <laughs> as a waiter in restaurants? Right, so right. my English wasn't great because I could yeah. only speak English related to the catering industry. Okay. On top of that, I started all recent my studying into a new field, in a new language no one knew me because uh, i was like like before i was a party boy working in restaurants and so i literally had to start from scratch and mm-hmm. after a couple of years where that i took to just really become really good at coaching uh, getting hundreds of coaching sessions for free so i could become good at what i was studying mm-hmm. while supporting myself with a part-time job Then I decided, okay, let let me start my business right now. But I couldn't get clients. And so I started working first as a contractor, delivering courses for young people. Okay. Because I said, like, if adults are not going to listen to me.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) There is someone else that can see me. (laughs) Right. Right. As someone was listening to. And I always had a good connection with young people. I always loved doing that. So it was a natural thing. Yeah. And so I built my company first uh, um, to the point where I was running like 150 um, days of training in schools, and at the same time I started my event company in the evening where we were running with my business partner an event a week, just to get yeah. ourselves out there. Yeah. You know, we had other speakers coming in. We weren't the main presenters, and that was the beginning of the journey. And when I realized, you know what? I really need people to take notice and to see me. Uh, That's what got me into this. Okay. Awesome stuff. Great stuff. Okay. So let's get into the good stuff.
0: Let's get into the good stuff. Let's dive into these four top strategies. And if I have a question in between, I'll let you know. But you're on, my friend. Go ahead. I'm on. So...
1: (laughs) Um, it really came through th- all the things that I've done uh, in the past, uh, let's say, eight years now uh, of running GTEx. And um, uh, is, and uh, we have developed a formula called the ASAP formula. Uh, you know, as any good speaker, you would have an acronym. <laughs> so let's go on with the acronyms, right? ASAP. Right, right. Uh, and the first A stands for association. Okay. Uh, and I'm talking about association can be with personalities, can be with brands, or can be with charities. And the reason why I was instrumental, it is because uh, that's where at 26, I had my biggest break. Um, Mm -hmm. Our business quadrupled in one year because we had, uh, I managed to get involved in an event with Les Brown in front of a thousand people, but I was the main host of that event. Uh And that association that I had with Les Brown, then... Mm -hmm really put uh, Gtex on the map. Okay. It wasn't that from one day to the other, we actually, it actually became better than the day before. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. It's just that people started paying attention from that moment on. Right. Considering that before that moment, we have done more than 300 events already. Wow. They were all small events. It wow. was just, but five people, 10 people, 20 people, and then having the opportunity, boom. Right. But yeah. I was ready. Okay. But I was ready to take it, and that led to an opportunity the day, the year after, to do an event with Gary Vee, right. and so again, that association gave another boom to the business. So, I think that when you associate yourself, and I think you can you can relate with that, when you associate yeah. yourself with a more influential brand, people is not that will see you as good as them or at their level. Yeah. But it will not even see you there all at right, the bottom. Right. <laughs> right where you were. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So yeah, you exactly. kind of like raise quite quickly mm-hmm. and people can pay attention. So exactly. that's that's the power of association.
0: Let me tell you something. That's a great first first strategy. <laughs> uh, that's a great one. Um that's that's great. Wonderful. Um, Wonderful.
1: You can do it also as well in corp- for corporate clients because people might say, you know what, I'm not in the personal development industry, so but I have a, a corporate business. And uh, one of the companies that we run now is a sales training for recruitment agencies. Yeah. And I remember that one of the first contracts that we were chasing was a contract with LinkedIn. If we say, if we can get LinkedIn as a client,
0: yeah, we yeah. are done.
1: And put that in there. Yeah. And so it yeah. took about a year and a half, but we managed to get LinkedIn as a client. And when we were going after other businesses, we were saying, this is what we did for LinkedIn. Right. Right. <laughs> you want to do this for you. Right. Right. That, exactly. that was our sales pitch, basically. Right. right. <laughs> because people have the assumption that if it's good enough for LinkedIn, it's going to be good enough for me. Love it. yeah. uh, It's an assumption. Yeah, but of course then you have to demonstrate what you can deliver but I'm going to bring it up to that yeah <laughs> that's, that's the power of association
0: yes I love it I love that first strategy there you go write that
1: down uh, people write it down
0: <laughs> I love it so far go
1: right ahead so we have A of the ASAP formula association as A is speaking okay Uh speaking is uh, incredible whether you're doing it live when we can or we, we lived in a society before where live events were a thing <laughs> Man, I gotta say, I missed that. Yeah, I miss well, Have you ever done like a live event or spoken at a live event or something? Um, like it's, that? it's
0: been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, I I meant to do some, at least starting next year. Now maybe not this year, but definitely starting next year. I wanted to do some, but um, I I, I don't know. Like, I don't. Me, I don't know. I don't know when that's gonna happen. Even next year at this
1: point. <laughs> I, I know, right? But like speaking, or if, or, if, uh, or if it's gonna be even needed by next year. That's a great point. Yeah. That's yeah. a great point because in fact, like I, my business started as an event company mm-hmm. and I love speaking. I love being mm-hmm. in front of crowds. That's yeah. that's my thing. Yeah. That's the thing that makes me happiest the most. I can do the online game. I can do all the funnels and stuff and the products, but there's nothing that makes me happier than when I'm speaking in front of a live audience. I don't yeah. know. There's just a, that exchange of energy. There's it's something different. magical about that. Yeah, definitely. And uh, even, by the way, even when you're speaking online, um, there is nothing that converts more than delivering a presentation in front of a live audience. Yeah. If you're looking at getting clients, getting exposures, building connections with other speakers, that's a, a huge thing about your visibility because the more people see you delivering presentations about your topic and the bigger the platform or the bigger the stage, Mm-hmm. The bigger and the higher is going to be their perception of you. Again, someone worth listening to, someone that knows their stuff. Yeah. Does, does it make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. So but, I think I let
0: me ask you a question about that though, sure. we're speaking, about getting into that racket, if I, if I can say <laughs> it that
1: way. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It feels like yeah, a racket. Well,
0: that right? track into the speaker track, right? Mm-hmm. So how how does one start that? the people who are listening right now, how does some, somebody start? Start getting into the speaking tract.
1: Yeah, um, a, a good friend of mine, which is also a partner in a program that I deliver called the Profile Builder, says mm-hmm. this quote that I love, and uh, her name is Michelle Raymond, and mm-hmm. she says, "Like before, um, before you get demanding, you got to be in demand." Mm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. a lot of people say. Oh, I wanna be a speaker or I wanna get out there, I wanna share my message, I wanna get paid for it. But remember that like, if you're not in demand, the people are not gonna pay you, yeah, so first sure. of all, you need to create that demand, and either you're already great at what you're doing or you're already have a platform. P- speakers that get paid to speak, they are speakers that already have a reputation. Mm. They are really hot in their field. They are very relevant. They are topical or they have a big audience. Yeah. These are yeah. the people that are get paid to speak. Yeah. So if you don't have in a, any of those, it means that you've got to build them. <laughs> yes. And that's like the, what I happened like that to word. me. I like right? that word, build. There you go. you yes. got to build them. And that, that's <laughs> what I did. So no one would listen to me or I wasn't good enough to be on stages. Okay. Uh what I did I started my own. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you I, go. I, I yeah. the same reason why I started a lot of projects like I started a podcast we are more than 300 episodes in right now of our Explode Your Expert Business show and right. you know before even I was big enough to be interviewed on other people's podcasts or for people to say yeah I would love to interview Simone, it seems like an interesting person. Right. I made myself interesting. So if no one is hiring you or getting you in, There is nothing wrong in creating your own platforms. So then you can get the experience that you need to then maximize the opportunities that you have. Does it make sense?
0: You're saying all the great, all all the things that I'm saying. You're just confirming. I knew knew you were going to do that, that, but I'm just, I'm glad to see someone else say that. So I'm just, I'm just sitting here listening.
1: I'm not the the only lunatic saying (laughs) that. But you know what? In our industry, there are a lot of people that will say, "Oh, you know, you what? You can become mm-hmm. an influencer overnight and yeah. do this overnight and do this that overnight." And I'm like, "What yeah. overnight? Right, right. Well, yeah. overnight, you know what I do overnight? I <laughs> sleep. <Yeah. laughs> That's what I do overnight.
0: Right. No such <laughs> thing. There's no such thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's craziness. Craziness. I'm not sure uh, how that term came about, but anyway. Let's, yeah. get next, let's get to the next, next S. What's, yeah, and you've got to be good
1: S? at up to, and you've and you got to be ready also to monetize it. Because okay. if I think about it, yeah. when I did the speaking gig with Les Brown,
0: okay.
1: I could leverage it. And I, had the, um, I already did more than 300 events. So yeah. I knew that if I was going to get on that stage with a thousand people, I was going to rock it. Right. <laughs> if I had that opportunity at the beginning of yeah. my speaking career, maybe after 10 events, I was going to bomb.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: and so that that's why also doing the work is important. Um, then we can move to another one, which is so we talked about association. But let me let me before we get yeah, there, go let ahead. Me, let me let me let me
0: just dive this in. Sneak this in here. How do you deal with fear? Because because this is great. People are saying go and go and speak. How do you get deal with fear of getting out there? Um, uh, which which in in doing something that's to some might be uncomfortable, right? To do. How did, how did you get yourself to, to start that and, and get on that
1: stage? Uh, I think that uh, it depends on who you are as a person. Okay. I think that uh, if I were to give a generic answer, I would give yeah. people the service because everyone has a different personality. There's yeah. a different way in which they learn skills. So, for example, I'll give two different versions. And the way I did it, I'm the kind of person that thrives under pressure and I will throw myself in the deep end. So I think that actually the first speaking gig I did was in front of 120 people. Uh, I don't even know how I got it. Uh, I I put out an application. It was a friend of mine that said, oh, you want to be a speaker? There's this open session here. Go there. I had 120 people in front of me. I said some stuff and I left the stage. I don't even know what I said. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember. I blanked. Okay. I was like, okay. Uh, and that's, a, so for me, that moment was just the moment where it got to me say, I'm safe. Right. right. There are other people that might need a different approach. Um, okay. They like to do more baby steps. And okay. so one of the things that we get our clients to do is sometimes to create to deliver presentations to each other, to become confident in yeah. listening, like a okay. small part of material. Then going to in front of a bigger group where they still feel safe. And once they've delivered the same material like three, four times, then going out there and starting knowing that it's still going to be nerve wracking, but they know their stuff, they know what they are talking about. So that's yeah. another approach is someone prefers to is the kind of more gradual person. Yeah. That, that's how we, we tackle that fear. Love it. All right. I, I got some other things for you.
0: I All mean, right. Let me just sneak another one in there for you before we get the. Yeah, gra- go ahead. Um, what about the people who, who say they have nothing to teach or not, no kind of skills uh, to do this, but they want to do something, but they just don't think that they have, you know, anything that anyone would, would you know, like or to be influenced by? What do you say to people like that?
2: Uh,
1: I think that it is uh, everyone has something to give. Yeah. Everyone has something to give. And I also would say that if you are at the stage where you don't think the things that you have to give are that you, if you are at the stage where you think you have nothing to give, I think that you have to do more personal work yeah. before you go and go there and support others with that thing. Yeah. Um, I, I think like there are different spectrums in in this. I don't like I don't like to give a generic answer. So. Yeah. There are some people that I've worked with that I know that, like, I've seen in hindsight, they weren't ready.
0: Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, they were yeah. just
1: had so many self confidence issues yeah. that, um, like, I did when I had to start working out, I spent two years just building up the confidence. Right. <laughs> Sometimes it's part of the work that someone needs to do.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and then you have another kind of person which they're confident in what they're doing, but they're just so good at so many things that then they even forget or they take it for granted. Yeah, yeah. It's another <laughs> type of person like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, right. Because it's like, because what we do for, what we do in our life uh, is close to us, like it's normal to us. Yeah. You no, know, yeah. like, I've been uh, homeless for six months building my business by choice. Like I mm. made myself homeless for serious circumstances. Yeah. And uh, I had, like, it was a personal choice, and I would not regret it. When people mm-hmm. say, oh, my God, like, how did you sleep rough? Right. I was like, yeah, that's <laughs> what I had to do. I right. mean, it's not a big deal for me. right? But for someone else, it is a big deal. So, yeah.
0: And, and I, I think that some people have it in them, but they just don't realize it. Like, the people who maybe have had jobs all their lives and don't think they have a skill set. And like, okay, what were you doing at that job or this job or that job? <laughs> you know, what were you doing um, successfully? Because you can't, you can, I can't imagine that you have not done anything successful in your life. Find out what that is and then work on that because somebody else might need to have that
1: information that you have within you. We think about that. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, that's where I think, uh, um, uh, that's where I think is important to work with someone else on these things. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. great at doing visibility stuff for other people, but I yeah. take for granted a lot of things that I do. So I need other people to, I like to be about the things I do. Great um, point. And, um, I think that this work is like, it's very difficult to self write, to write your own bio. Yeah. <laughs> because it's, 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 yeah. I'm too close to what I'm doing. And I'll give yeah. you an example. Um, I went to um, a, a workshop recent, that was last year from uh, um, a speaker booker that uh, she says her name is Maria Franzoni she runs a speaker agency
0: okay
1: and uh, I said you know what like I was already doing 200 speaking gigs a year so I've been doing that for the past five years I'm good with speaking engagements like I don't need more right Uh, (laughs) but I wanted to refine the way I was getting out there I was still working on my profile as well like how can I express what I do better yeah yeah and uh, we were talking during that workshop uh, and she mentioned, and I was saying, okay, tell me all the things that you have done. And I think I said, like, uh, I, uh, we helped uh, more than 500 businesses become profitable in the past three years yeah. with, with our company. Right. Which is like a good achievement. Right. Like, uh, right. right <laughs> yeah. You know? Amazing. Yeah. And that wasn't even mentioned anywhere on my bio, <laughs> on my website. nowhere was saying that. And when she noticed that, she yeah. saw that this was actually the biggest thing. Yeah. And I was mentioning, you know, I spoke with Les Brown, I spoke with Gary Vee, and I was nominated for this award. And I was nominated in the House of Parliament right. uh, for being one of the most influential entrepreneurs in the UK, all these awards that I had. Right. But the, the fact of actually the result that we had for our clients, because it was so natural to me, yeah, It wasn't there. So that's why I think it's really important to have someone mm. else to help you find out what you think is obvious. Awesome. Amazing stuff.
0: All right. So, so let's, get, let's, get to, let's get to the next A. Let's go to the next let's, A. Let's
1: get to the next A. And yeah. the next A is <laughs> uh, awards. Nice. So that's awards and recognitions. Okay. Okay. So you have the association with other industry, celebrity or businesses. You have speaking and putting yeah. yourself out there. Then you have other awards and um, and um, uh, and recognition. So the reason why so let me tell you the, the reason why awards are important. Awards are important because they say something about you. Mm-hmm. But they say something to your clients. They say something to other people that you are trustworthy. Yeah. Now, this is why they are important. Now, now I need to go into a bit of a disclaimer. Okay. Because if anyone is familiar here with the award industry, for a big part, is a fake industry, right? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It is
1: an industry where, you know, a lot of time is a popularity context. It means that the more votes you have, the more chances you have to win the awards or you mm-hmm. have to pay to win the awards. So mm-hmm. that's a reality of the industry.
0: Right, right.
1: But it's a reality that not everyone knows, first of all. Right. And uh, when you say award winner, Sounds better than without. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Yes. And so awards will never get you. Cli- Would not get you clients. And someone will say, "Oh, I'll work with you because you won an award." No.
0: Yeah.
1: It will not happen that. But what happens when you win an award? You create a buzz around you. Yeah. I. Uh, you will have. Uh, people that will comment uh, like for one day or two days say congratulations well done like hundreds of comments i always knew you were great (laughs) from people that you never heard from like the past 10 years yeah Yeah. that's what it will do for you after two days everyone else will forget about it but (laughs) these two days Mm -hmm. you're there yeah and you can leverage it to either win other awards or get on publications, or get on speaking engagements, and so now you're leveraging the award yeah. to increase your visibility and to get you other opportunities. That's how awards can be leveraged.
0: I love it. Love it. Right. Now, I guess, the, I guess the, the obvious question is, how do I get into even being looked at as a, to receiving an award of some sort?
1: Mm, that's a very good point. You you apply for it.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's simple as that. A lot of people complicate it, uh, or a lot of people say, "Oh, other people should apply for me, or I should be nominated." Right now, if you understand anything about the award industry, then ninety percent of the award industry is self applications. So you find an award, you submit an application, you tell them why you should win, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. then um they they will have an evaluation process every company bigger or smaller will have a different uh, decision making process of that
0: okay
1: and and for people that say oh but i just need other people to apply for me i don't think it's (laughs) fair if i vote for myself
0: yeah
1: well the first thing i want to say is good luck And uh, the other (laughs) thing I want to say is that if you're not nominating yourself uh, or you don't think you're worthy of nominating yourself, how the heck you're expecting someone else to do it for you?
0: Right, right.
1: right. And, uh, like, I do my best to at least become a finalist or win at least two awards a year. Um, And uh, I've been on track of that for the past uh, few years. And some of them, they were, like, smaller local awards. But some of them, they were bigger, like... um, Uh, One uh, was in the House of Parliament as one of the most influential migrant entrepreneurs uh, in the UK. Or um, there was another one where uh, we have um, uh, something called the Federation of Small Businesses, uh, which is a national federation uh, with literally like hundreds of thousands of members. And there was a finalist uh, in the region of London as Young Entrepreneur of the Year over like, and that was a very thorough process. Okay. And there were other awards that they just, just look you in the eyes and say, Oh, you look cool. You win right. an award. I'm like, thank you, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So that 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 that's it.
0: That's 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 a great one. So this is good. This is good um i have nothing else I, let's go let's get the p
1: I, let's go. great we, got a, we got a p all right let's yeah. get a p let's get a p so we <laughs> talked about us assos- as a first a association then uh, we talked about speaking s then the other a awards and recognition then the p is publication and media okay um publication and media are brilliant because uh, they give you access to an audience that you don't have yeah
0: they
1: have uh, the millions of eyeballs if you're going for the major one or they will have maybe a few hundreds of few thousands of eyeballs if you're going for the niche one but it might be more relevant even for you and your business because right. they are like more niche publications and so um what happens is that when you are going with uh, when you have uh, um uh, when you're getting featured on publication there is a A growth uh, in a spike in your visibility, and when you get featured on a major one as well, is something that you will keep for you forever. So I had as a goal to become a contributor of Forbes, uh, Entrepreneur Magazine, Huffington Post. I reach all these. Now I'm working on becoming a contributor of Inc, Fast Track Company, because uh, they have the audiences that I want to to have, but also they can give me the credibility where someone is saying searching something on google there is all this stuff that appearing and that's instant credibility Mm. and that's why Mm. the publications or media like a television um uh radio they are great because they again is the perception that you're building that you're someone worth listening to Mm. because you are being invited to talk about your topic
0: yeah great stuff so I want to ask how how does one how does one do that and sure. without getting to without you know messing up you know your what you offer as a business. obviously? Oh, that's
1: fine. I'm I'm oh. always open. I'm always mm-hmm. open to share as much as mm-hmm. possible. Um, um. Then I know that if people need implementation, they will come and buy our courses because <laughs> yeah, exactly. one thing is yeah. listening something on a podcast and another right. thing is doing it. So I always exactly. share all <laughs> the strategy very freely. <laughs> um, uh, the um, so you talk are you asking more about how do we get on publications? Right,
0: right right um, getting, or yeah either first of all, publications maybe then PR, I guess
1: okay, so let's look at publications first. Yeah. Um, it depends on where you are. If you are at the starting point, first of all, you it's very difficult or almost impossible. There are always flukes, but yeah. <laughs> um, the the general rule is start writing your own blog or getting featured on local publications. But okay. there are a lot of local publications in your local area, like okay. in your borough, um, in, in your, like in, in an organization that you're part of. Start getting okay. published where it's easiest to build those articles. So then when you then approach a larger publication, then they can see that you have done stuff before. But to approach a larger publication, you already need to have a certain profile or certain case studies because they will do a background check. They will check. Are you worthy to become a contributor of this publication? And do you have the background and the knowledge to write stuff for my readers? Okay. So that's one thing, if you're starting out. If you've been already in business for a while and you have that, you're really good at what you're doing, you have case study, you have been published or smaller publications or podcasts before. So someone Googles you, there is stuff about you, but not just the bigger one. Um, There are a few things actually Uh, Entrepreneur Magazine And I don't know if anyone knows this But Entrepreneur Magazine launched something Called the Leadership Network Mm. Where you can become A contributor for free for Entrepreneur Magazine So this is not a paid scheme And you can publish one article For free uh, Every three months Mm. Or if you pay To become a contributor In that case that's That's the easiest way and then you can publish articles every time you want, but mm. you have one article, and they will do a background check. You have a selection process, an interview process, and um, you can get in to become a contributor of Entrepreneur Magazine. So mm-hmm. just check Entrepreneur Leadership Network. That's mm-hmm. how I, my first article for entrepreneurs was published by an, an editor, but the second time, because then the editor disappeared, I couldn't contact him anymore, <laughs> and uh, I got in in this other way. Awesome. Or then the the other thing that you can do is to look at, this is what I do most of the time or we teach our clients to do, is to look for people that cover similar topics than what you do. So you look for other contributors or for editors that are covering a specific topic. And then you pitch them something like a different view on that, because you know that they're already covering that topic. So it's already interesting to them. Then we say, you know what? I would love to talk about X, Y, and Z, but under a different light. Yeah. Would this be relevant for you? So we t- we engage with them via Twitter or via LinkedIn, building that relationship and then asking them, hey, I've got this idea. What do you think? Yeah. Some people we say yes. Some people we say no. So it's always a number game. But it's another great way that you can use to get on radio, to mm-hmm. get on TV to get on publications, on the major one. But the most important thing is that do you already have some stuff that if they check you out, they can see that actually you're an expert in that field.
0: It's great stuff. Awesome, man. Awesome. I'm loving everything, everything you're saying. <laughs> Did I, 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 that, that? I tell you guys, you guys, going I take it to another level? I'm, I'm, I'm just, I, like I said, this This is great, great stuff. I, I mean, really, you're getting really like paid content right now. I hope everybody got, is getting, <laughs> He doesn't have to be up here doing this, you know. I'm like, you know,
1: I should pay. You know, I got you guys in here for. 20- if you want to send me some money, I'll take. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you my PayPal deed, on it.
0: Yes, sir. There you go. So, I don't know if I have any other questions. That, that that A.S.A.P. thing is 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 brilliant. Now, see, that makes me want to get my own little acronym. I thought I, I had I had one a couple of times, but that 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 acronym is is priceless, dude. I love that. I love that. Um, let me see if I have one more, couple more questions here. Okay, yeah, this is a good one. This, this takes a, this little switch. What if you start getting out there doing all the things that you're that you're saying, but you're not getting the results that you want at first? What then? How long should we we, we be waiting for something to 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 give something to to work out? Mm-hmm. You know, you know that you know, and it's just like, is, am, am I doing this? Is this is this the right thing for me? What do you say to that?
1: it takes (laughs) (laughs) that that that, that's my answer um okay so that's the more general answer let's go in more specific scenarios yeah um there are moments where there are things that will not work and you say okay let me drop it yeah but it's not about changing the goal it's about adjusting the methodology or the way of doing things um so i'll give you an example as i mentioned i started with events right For the first 22 events, we didn't make a pound. Didn't make any money for 22 events. So we had people. No, we had anything from two to 20 people. Okay. And we were, uh, I think after the 10th event, we started selling like a mastermind for like a year mastermind (laughs) for like $100 or a hundred pounds, something like that. Like something ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, and people were not buying it because uh, I wasn't good in selling, and uh, <laughs> that was the reason why.
0: Yeah. And exactly.
1: you know, but we kept running events, and I kept refining the sales pitch. We kept refining the offer to the point that uh, I remember, like one night, uh, that was the on the first time that we ever made any money. Uh, we made, I think, about like a thousand two hundred pounds uh, wow. in, in one evening. Wow. <laughs> and that goes to say like 22, that was a 23rd event. So 22 events without nothing, adjusting, 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 playing things out. And then going into this is, uh, this is the thousand pound. And then there were events where, you know, we made nothing. Mm. And then other events where we made like 150,000 in one event. So it is a, uh, uh i think like if you have that dream and if you have that mission that's yeah. that it's going to fuel anything else yeah and so instead of saying you know what i'm going to stop pursuing this dream so let me pursue this dream and maybe change strategy and find something that will align for you and will work for you and uh, um but uh, how long um I, my mindset is uh, it it will happen I know it will happen, but I don't know how long will it take. So I'm willing to wait and work until that happens. That, that's how I see the word.
0: Yeah, I I, I think that's the the best answer. Uh, I think people have to understand. I think that you're not opening up a McDonald's. <laughs> you know, you can pretty much know that if you open up a McDonald's, you're going to get people from day one. You know, anything yeah. else, you you know, you're going to have to kind of work at you know <laughs> promoting it quite a bit uh, to get people in the door. So don't worry. I think don't worry about day one. Is that is that is that is that uh, a fair assessment, you think?
1: Uh, even don't worry about day 2000. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, th- I think you're, you're onto something because yeah. anytime you're going to have... Um, I was having a session with a client today yeah. and uh, we were talking about managing expectations and disappointment. Yeah. Um, because uh, I think that uh, you know, when we have role models, we look at where they are right now like yeah. know when they started, yeah. right? Yeah. And so they might have this. Uh, I was talking to a client. They said, "Oh, but this person had this, uh, they were doing this challenge and they had this million-pound launch, and uh, but I said, but they also had seven thousand people to attend the thing, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. and they've done right. the challenge already." 20 times yeah, uh, yeah you don't tell six thousand people going through so sometimes yeah. we put other people results as our own expectations yeah. and then when the what we get doesn't match our reality then we get frustrated disappointed yes. and so i'm not saying that i'm immune to this i'm part of the club i'm a human being i get my disappointments but i've learned to think one of the biggest thing i've learned is just to be grateful with anything that comes out but not being content okay. or satisfied it's like okay i got this that's what i got yeah Increased so that. what can i do different and then using incremental because otherwise if you're just going to be happy only when we get the results that we are expecting it's a very miserable life yeah yeah, <laughs> it's a miserable life. yeah
0: exactly exactly great stuff man And I'm not even, I have one last question that I I share, I try to ask all my guests. And I'm not sure how I can even say it in the right way. But the question goes up like this. They like people are on here, they they're hearing your stuff, they're watching you now, they love what you're delivering. They also want to help people become authorities in their field or become experts, you know, uh, you know, show people who have skill a skill set. To, pro- to make some kind of profit or live a lifestyle, that kind of thing. Maybe I'll say yeah. that in that respect. Um, can you show them or tell them just some few key things or one thing to be an authority in this space? And I'll give you front. I'll let you go front and center.
1: From there. So is, uh, for someone that uh, is uh, working on uh, like helping others becoming experts, right. 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 So for me, uh, the number one thing is, first of all, you you gotta walk your talk. Yeah. That's the given because I've seen that there are a lot of people that they are in this field, and what they do, they (laughs) uh, they run before they can walk Mm themselves. And so, become an authority yourself first through your actions, through your own words, and then you will be able to. Like clients will come to you anyway, because they will they will see you. And they will say, "I want what you have." Mm,
0: yeah. So,
1: um, yeah. I think the the first part is like really walk your talk, and then the second part is, um, and I know it sounds cheesy, but <laughs> care, <laughs> care about people,
0: yeah,
1: care about your clients because if someone comes to you because they want to become an expert or an authority in their field, yeah, is their dream is their aspirations, is their is their soul, is their savings, is everything they want for the future. And uh, if you're not careful with that, you can crush their dreams uh, and you can crush them as people. Yeah. And unfortunately, I've seen many of those people too. And uh, I think that if we work with integrity and we care about people and we show the way and we walk our talk, then business uh, – business is going to come and uh, it's going to be booming always.
0: Awesome. I love it. I love it. That answers the question perfectly. Perfectly, people. Uh, this is, <laughs> I hope you got an enormous amount of information on here. And uh, I know that I have people, if you, I am I know I got to replay the tape already. So, <laughs> so, people, ASAP, ASAP, ASAP. I've never heard of ASAP in, in, in this light. Ever So this is a great stuff, great stuff. Um, uh, so let us know how people can get a hold of you after the show.
1: Yeah, the, the best way is uh, to check my website, which is uh, SimoneV.co. So S-I-M-O-N-E, then V.co. co. And there you can find uh, um, a lot of uh, resources. So we have a checklist to see how, where are you in the spectrum from expert to authority and see how you can uh, and what is the steps that you need to take right now based on where you are, not the dreams that you have, but where you are right now. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we have also training uh, on how to get featured on Forbes and major publications That that is there relevant to what we told today. So as long as you go on simonev.co, then uh, you can uh, have the resources and also you can find my podcast. So I would love also to check out my, my show, the Explode Your Expert Business Show.
0: Awesome, awesome. And what else do we have here that, you, that people can go to?
1: Um, is uh, the that one uh, you can still see? Like, is a checklist? Is the GDX oh, okay. events yeah. for experts checklist? And is uh, the checklist I was talking about, which you can find at this link, um, gdxevents forward slash expert iPhone checklist, or you can find at the top of the page of SimoneV.co, and that's where we can assess where you are in the spectrum from expert, from hobby, expert influencer, or authority. We'll give you a score and then see what, based on your business and what you already have, you should focus on right now.
0: Awesome stuff, man. Awesome stuff. And don't forget, guys, if you guys want to go and also check out authorityletter.com, get on the list, join the list, build your platform. And I'll be probably, after this show, I'll be ongoing referring you over to Simone because after you finish with me, I'm just going to tell you to go to him. I, absolutely. thank you <laughs> For, For advanced work. Great, great stuff, man. Great, great stuff. You can also text us at text. We are live at 44222 to get on there as well, but um, go to authorityletter.com, Get that, get that free training. Uh, we get a week, weekly email it comes out every week. Uh, email, maybe a little crazy video of me as well on the, on the email, five minutes or less really bite side stuff, but great stuff. Uh, I would just want to get, be able to um, talk to you as well, but um, that's it. And I, I, I have no more words, but, but if you have anything else you want to share before we get out of here, any final last words, go right ahead. If you like.
1: Yeah. I think like um, my final words is that uh, right now visibility is not a luxury. It's a necessity. Yeah. So as a business as a coach as a speaker as an expert as a business owner as an entrepreneur um it's important that uh, you you take that seriously whether you invest time whether you invest money but learn about how can you be visible because that that will make the difference between uh, you know keep your business like having a thriving business even during these times or uh really struggling because the next few years unfortunately are not <laughs> Yeah, It might be tough. I mean, yeah. I'm not a fortune tellers, but yeah. um, this mm. is the beginning. So yeah. it's important that as business owner, we are future-proofing ourselves uh, and not just thinking about what you know, what can we do today, but what's going to get the business going tomorrow. So that's Absolutely. why I really focus on visibility. Perfect, man.
0: Perfect. <laughs> I have nothing else. You guys, uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. I'm so glad you got on here. I know you're a busy man. I'm so glad we got able to um, get, the, get the timing right. And get you on here uh, for today. So, thank you. Um, I appreciate that it. is it, everybody. You know, you know the motto: build it, share it, and they will come. Um, and just do that, and then go over to this guy to get, to, get the real, get the real stuff. <laughs> All right. Take care. Be blessed, and I will see you on the next episode. Bye bye.
2: And that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority building tactics, be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an aha uh-huh moment from today's broadcast. Just from Remember, it's your authority build it share it and they will come until next time